Hello, this is your host, Sonata Allison, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. So as you guys can see, we'll be talking about intimacy without sex today. This is a pretty cool topic. I like this one. This is one of my, probably my top top 10 favorite episodes probably or I guess just conversations because I think these things are important um to build intimacy and I don't think we give it as much credit as it deserves but before that gonna do some housekeeping um a listener told me that they enjoy when I tell you guys who's listening um in in which countries so I will do that briefly um so in number one right now the number one spot is obviously the United States. Yeah. <laughs> but second is Canada. Third, Senegal. Senegal. Uh, fourth is Australia. And then fifth is the UK. So you guys are sleeping on me again. But Guyana is at seven. That's my people. Praise God. I see y'all. Um, I'm coming to the motherland at some point in the near future. Um, yes. So that is what the listeners are looking like today. Also, I'm going to just be reminding you guys every single week this week that I take hiatuses in December every year. I just started last year, so I just decided I'm going to do that every year because I need a break, okay? Y'all be taking your little breaks, you know what I'm saying? Don't listen for three weeks in a row. I can't do that. I'm here every week. So I'm going to take a break in December, and we'll just pick back right, pick back up in January. Um... So yeah, that is that. Um, so as you guys can see, we'll be talking about intimacy um, without uh, sex. So I just want to do this episode because I, I don't think I've really talked about this in the podcast yet. I've talked about ways to avoid giving into temptation and setting boundaries in relationships, but I haven't really talked about things Christians can do to build intimacy that aren't sexual. Um, this will sound kind of like a tangent, but just give me a second. So I was listening to Trevor Noah talking about this new research that came out about how young unmarried men are having less sex. And, you know, that can be a whole nother conversation for a different episode. But he spoke about how um, what men are really craving is true intimacy. So he spoke about how a lot of men aren't comfortable being vulnerable and want to ask for like a hug and just have vulnerable conversations. And even when he's saying this on on his show, people are laughing when he's saying like men just want to hug and they're laughing. So like we're not even taking it seriously in, in any arena that men just want to hug sometimes. And you're allowed to just want to hug if you're listening and you're a man. And women, men are allowed to want to hug. Don't make them seem weak when they crave attention or uh, affection. So he's basically saying that they want to be able to tell their guy friends that they love them without having to add, you know, like a bro or a man or anything else at the end or have to say it funny. And he spoke about how women are way more comfortable holding that space of vulnerability for each other in our platonic relationships as opposed to men. And I feel like that connects to today's episode because it reminds me of some of the happy men that I've spoken to on the podcast in their marriages and what marriage has done for them. And even for some guys, you know, who've spoken about in my previous episode 23, where they felt way more comfortable um, being vulnerable with their female friends than their male friends. And, you know, the creepiest extreme example of this is the Jeffrey Dahmers and the people who are committing passion crimes. 
um, a lot of the time they're committing these crimes because these men have attachment injuries at a young age or throughout their lives that literally make them go crazy. Like the Bible talks about men should not be alone in that. I think that applies to emotionally as well. You shouldn't feel so emotionally detached from everyone. And the Lord created us to be in healthy relationships. And when we aren't, um, you know, you can look at what it does to people. So this episode is a call for men to seek the intimacy that they actually need and also to help the couples listening know that um, these kinds of intimate, intimate things I'll talk about in this episode can build the closeness you desire from sex um, while you're, you know, dating and, and engaged. And also sometimes in marriage, or I guess just in general, in marriage, people don't invest time in diversity um, or di- diversifying the ways to be intimate. So this can be a way to do that as well. So after this long intro, <laughs> let's get into it. There are many ways to be intimate with a person. Um, there's obviously physical, um, then there's emotional, spiritual, and intellectual. And I'm sure you can probably find other ways that people will say as well. Um, so you can even look at these four that I just listed and create your own intimacy activities or things within those categories. And, you know, yes, you can include physical intimacy with someone before marriage and it doesn't have to be sex with them. And I'll talk about that later as well. Now, before I list these different things, I cannot guarantee that this will not cause you to want to become sexual, sexual with each other because you know, y'all know just seeing a man open a door can do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it could be that easy. So this is why I spoke about boundary setting in relationships in episode 32. So make sure you guys are aware of what might cause you to stumble. But I also think it's so important for Christians to not be so fearful of sinning or potentially being sexually aroused by each other um, that they get to the point where they avoid doing things that might increase intimacy in the relationship. You don't have to feel like a horrible person when you feel sexually attracted to the person you're building a relationship with. That is very natural. So just make sure your actions after the attraction don't lead us in. It's that simple. Free yourself. Um, and I don't want you to think that this kind of intimacy is just something for like horny single people to do until they can have sex. It actually is helpful to continue these things and continue to explore other ways to be intimate, to improve communication. It can help with building trust and can also help avoid false expectations in the relationship that intimacy has to lead to sex and that does happen a lot so it's good for any time frame in your relationship so the first thing you can do that is not sexually intimate is you guessed it gaze into each other's eyes yes I know that sounds like nothing um but uh think about it when is the last time you just gaze into your your person's eyes when is the last time? When is the last time you had prolonged eye contact with anyone? Exactly. And you can even tell how eye contact has been avoided or used against people. Usually confident people make great eye contact. And you can tell when someone is afraid or insecure um, by their avoidance of eye contact. So eye contact is very important. Eye contact is a very powerful um, nonverbal way of communicating. And research has actually shown that eye contact is very vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable thing, and it can actually increase intimacy. And I think that's why so many Christian girls think they're getting, you know, they're married and with child when a guy in church makes eye contact with them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, am I with child? <laughs> 
Um, just kidding. No, no shade. But um, that even reminds me. What, I'm going to just tell you a real quick story and we're going to get back to it. One time I was minding my business with a group of my friends. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where I was or where this happened. But I made eye contact with this guy and he winked at me. And you literally couldn't convince me that all my clothes didn't just drop off my body for a split, split second. Like, I, I'm like, oh, uh, I was ready to follow him wherever he, you know what I'm saying, the Lord led us. And I don't even know if he was a Christian. You know what I'm saying? I was literally telling my friends, like, did y'all see that? Did y'all see he just did that? Like, he just winked at me and they're just like, couldn't be bothered. But yeah, that it's it's important. Eye contact is beautiful. And what they need to do is research what a wink does for a relationship because I think the research will be consistent across the board that it increases romantic attraction. Um, but you guys have probably heard that eye contact simply um, increases romantic attraction. But research actually says that um, it more increases intimacy and self-disclosure. So not romantic attraction, but attraction in general, um, intimacy and self-disclosure. So you can sit with your significant other. You can set a timer for two to four minutes and just look into each other's eyes for that time in silence now I know silence is awkward in general so you may want to break the silence with like comments of how awkward it is or even saying like nice things about them um but try to refrain and just be in the moment when you look into someone's eyes you really do feel seen and maybe even exposed um I'd even recommend that couples try this because um it can help uh build intimacy before or after a large disagreement so um you know before having important conversations where you might be disagreeing or in a recovery of a disagreement um, you can see if this helps kind of calm your nerves beforehand so another way to be intimate is another variation of this one i think solomon models it for us well in song of solomon he points out the things that he saw that he liked about her um, not until after marriage did his descriptions of her body become more um, sexually intimate, but you can combine these two things. So you can sit for two to four minutes just looking at your partner. You can look for things in their face and their body, um, fully clothed and sanctified that you didn't notice before. And um, you can look for things that you like, and you can also use the time to think about the things you appreciate about the, the other person. Um, if there was something they did recently that you, that deserves praise, um, or something you liked about, like about them as a person. And after the time is up, you can say them out loud to each other and try to make good eye contact when you say them. Um, you can also throw in a physical aspect and hold hands. So this one is kind of a combination of four things, admiring each other in silence, then sharing admiration, making eye contact, and then holding hands. And you can do all of those things separately or in different variations as you please. Um, to continue from hand-holding, another physical thing you can do um, that is intimate is hugging each other. And I spoke about the importance of touch for the human body in episode 19 about being touch-starved. And like I said earlier in the episode, a lot of these men just need a hug and the only socially acceptable way to ask for a hug per se is to have sex with someone. And Trevor Noah spoke about how, you know, conversations with sex, sex workers reveal that some men will literally just pay to sit and talk with them for that like slot of time that they paid for, or they'll just like ask the women to hold them. And that just makes me so sad to hear that. Like 
And obviously this is not just men. I'm sure there are many women who just want to be held, but have confused that intimacy to be a desire for sex. So just giving each other an intentional hug can build intimacy and hugs can also increase oxytocin. It can slow your heart rate. It can reduce stress and anxiety levels. Like it's, it does a lot for a human being. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the next one, which is hugging just being physically close. And the last couple of things I'll highlight are reading your work together and asking questions you haven't asked before. And those also can be a combination as well. So it's not just reading your Bible, but um, asking what it meant to them, what stood out to them most. Um, me and one of my friends had like a two hour conversation about how old the earth is. Um, we left with no real answers. Okay. Um, you know, than we already had, but that conversation made me feel closer to her. And we had fun discussing something that is attached to something that we both value. So, um, you know, we were all over the internet looking, looking up dinosaurs and Google searches. Um, so you can tell your significant other, you know, ask them a question, uh, about the gospel or, or Christianity that you may have a hard time answering or something funny that you read in the Bible, or you can ask them like what their favorite book is and why, um, what's the hardest thing for them to read in the Bible. And this touches on intellectual and spiritual intimacy. Um, and you can also just like ask random questions like, would you rather be thrown into a furnace or into the li- to a lion's den? You know, um, and y'all probably thinking like, how do we get here? Um, we went from we went from building intimacy with eye contact and adoration to choosing which way I'd rather die. But both build a different kind of intimacy. And you might be surprised by the answers your partner comes up with. Um, and there are so many Christian like would you rather questions online that you could ask each other. Um, another more like serious, I guess, more interesting question is like, would you rather hear one of Jesus' sermons or see one of his miracles? Um, so yeah, so many things to talk about, um, and have intentional questions about. Um, and I hope this episode helped you guys just kind of pique your interest. I hope it helps you have some ideas of things you can do to increase intimacy outside of sex and, um, inspired you to develop your own. So you guys can, you know, get to know each other a little more, um, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and intellectually. So as you guys know, you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, remember to kiss the sun and speak truth and love. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.